And I'm Crystal. We are two homeschooling moms who hope to uplift, encourage, and inspire you all while keeping it real. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Inspired to Homeschool with Mary and Crystal. We're excited to pick up where we left off. The past couple podcasts, we've been speaking about elementary school and middle school, and today we're excited to talk about high school. So how are you doing, Crystal? Well, I'm doing pretty good, Mary. (laughs) Today is actually a very special podcast because Crystal and I are together in the same room. The same closet, actually. (laughs) So we're pretty excited to be together. Crystal's here visiting from Virginia. So yay. Yay. Yeah. And how how have you been today? How has your day been, Crystal? Mary, maybe you should answer that. Well, today's actually... Oh, your day's been... (laughs) Today's been quite the day, folks. So we actually thought it would be great fun to bring our six kids out to go to the Dallas Art Museum and... For those of you who've been to Dallas, you know how busy the highways are. So as we're going, we had a great time. You know, I mean, art museum. Some of the kids weren't super excited, but we we talked them into it. It was great. We went on the way back. You know, I don't know. Those of you who have driven the highways near Dallas, it's it's pretty crazy. The Lots of traffic and the what minimum speed is 70 miles an hour. Yeah, it's a little busy. <laughs> so we're going. Close we get, to rush hour. <laughs> we have all the six kids and we're driving and we get a flat tire. We get a tire blowout. So we're like, oh, no. <laughs> so I pulled the highway, <laughs> the side of the highway, and there's not much of a shoulder. And um, then we're like, well, we're really in a dangerous spot. So then what do we do, Crystal? <laughs> I don't know if it was your idea or my idea or both of our ideas. But it wasn't a good idea. <laughs> it so. was not a good idea. But one of us decided we should drive through the tall, thick grass. Oh, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> try to get on the exit. Yes, so we were really close to an exit, but we had passed it. And we didn't know yeah. where the next exit was, how much further down. So we thought, oh, man. Okay, we can't really reverse too far on the highway. So what if we drive through the grass? <laughs> so Crystal got out and was like, "Okay, I'm gonna feel the grass to make sure there's nothing too deep Sip through." <laughs> so she's out there with her sandals on, poking around with her toes, <laughs> and then we we decide, "Okay, we're gonna do it." And I'm driving through. And we're making. We're making. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're going the like the sideways opposite direction of traffic. But then I hit a ditch and the car gets totally stuck in the grass in between the highway and the off ramp. So <laughs> looking back, this was really, really not very smart. <laughs> but, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. We thought at least we're off the highway with all those cars. But really, then we were just stuck between cars. <laughs> Two lanes. On both sides. Cars on both sides. The kids were like, oh, mom, we're going to die. <laughs> Anyways, uh, eventually the police came. <laughs> they helped block traffic while tow truck came and towed us off, and we made it home. So we were really <laughs> grateful. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for saving us. And we we for made that it. kind policeman. And oh, the police Dallas policeman. We have to Dallas police officer Jackson, I believe was his name. We I took a picture of him. <laughs> we got to send him a big <laughs> thank you note with uh, something special. Yeah. Um, but. Okay, so those of you who are listening, I'm so, sorry so that we... was a long three minutes that we just spoke about this ordeal. I'm still like traumatized. <laughs> yes. But let's talk about the best part is that we get to go back tomorrow. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
my daughter's for her her tenth birthday tomorrow. She's been asking to go to the Perot Museum, which is another trip back to Dallas. So I'm a little stressed <laughs> out. But now we at least have two new back tires on our on our minivan. <laughs> okay, so enough about that. Yeah. So let's get on to high school, high school, Yay. homeschooling, high schoolers. Yes, yes. So Crystal, uh, now Crystal has experience in this. Where I don't, I do not have experience. My older kids went to public and Christian high school at different times. Mm-hmm. So that is my experience, and they turned out okay. So they did. You have <laughs> yay great for that. Kids. You have great <laughs> but, kids. Mary. But if you are choosing to homeschool your high school ki- kids, Crystal is. She's she's the pro here. So I don't know if I'm a pro. <laughs> You're more I'm pro. I'm definitely learning as I go. Well, you know more information than I do. So we're gonna she's the one who's it's the blind leading the blind in some ways, <laughs> but we're gonna talk to her. So Crystal, can you tell us the grades of your children and the ages? So yes, I have two high schoolers, one's in ninth grade and one's in tenth grade this year. Of course, if you listen to any of our other podcasts, you would know that I pulled my tenth grader out. <laughs> <laughs> when he when he started high school, I, I pulled him out right away. So so it was uh, a big learning experience for me because I had no homeschooling experience at all. And then I just jumped in with a high schooler. So that was... Yeah, that was pretty brave. That yeah. was... Yeah, it was... I don't know if brave's the right... We're learning, right? We're still learning. And they are growing and they're doing awesome. So yeah. what do you think the first thing that someone is considered... So someone, let's say that I have never homeschooled before and I'm thinking okay, I really want to homeschool my child who is either going to start high school or is already in high school. So what is the first thing that you would tell me to do? Well, I think for sure, you definitely need to speak with your, you know, rising high schooler, make sure it's a choice that you both feel like is good, you know, that you want to continue with homeschooling, or if you want to put them in the back into whatever private or public school, but um, definitely learn or know your state's laws. And we've kind of talked about it, um, about the website, Mary, do you want to mention the website? Yes, again it's that home. Yeah, that, that website that we suggest you check out is homeschoolleagaldefenseassociation.org. And so it's H, at, what is it? I got to look at it. HSLDA.org. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that website is amazing. It has tons of information and it has a map. Click on your state and it will tell you the state laws mm-hmm. for your state because every state is different. So make sure you check those laws first. Yeah, that's where you want to kind of start with is knowing what is required in your state that you live in. You know, that's where I went to to start. And then, it, you know, when I clicked on my state, which is Virginia, it took me to a different website, which is more about, um, it gives you a little bit more information, a little bit more detailed about your state. So most likely when you go to that website, it'll probably help guide you to a different website for your own state that will give you more information about homeschooling in general. But that's where you kind of want to start is because you want to know legally what is uh, required for your child's high school diploma because it's different for each state. Okay. So I would say definitely start there. And then another thing you want to do is to start keeping records. And record keeping doesn't have to be like overwhelming (laughs) because I know like when I started my first year, you know, I started right with having a ninth grader. And I would literally write down every day, every hour, every minute I spent doing. That sounds super overwhelming. It, <laughs> it makes me like super tired thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> it was super like over the top. And I just, like I said, it was my first year and I wanted to make sure I was doing everything correctly. And um, it's not necessary to do all of that. If you, if you actually have a high school curriculum, you don't need to 
worry about tracking the hours because if they finish that curriculum, it's basically enough hours to fulfill. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. That's good to know. So record keeping is important. How do you figure out the curriculum you want to use or, or how do you know what subjects you need to teach? Like, is that part of the information yeah. set by the state that you'll find or? Yep. Because I'm in Virginia. Um, our, I think our homeschool website's like heave, H-E-A-V.org. And it tells you, kind of gives you an outline or a guideline to like what classes you should take per grade. So what is required for ninth grade? 10th grade, 11th grade, and 12th grade. Now, the great thing about homeschooling is that because you kind of have more flexibility, I know my eight, my eighth grader at the time, you know, when I started homeschooling her, she was able to take a couple high school classes in eighth grade. Oh, that's right. Uh-huh. So we can actually add that to her transcript and she can get finished a little bit early with her some of her high school mm-hmm. credits that she needs. But for the most part, you know, States are probably going to require at least four English, four years of English, three years of science, social studies, and mathematics. Okay. And then, of course, all your extracurricular. Oh, that's good to know. Okay, so how did you choose your curriculum? So we did a lot of trial and error our first year. Like I said, this we're just we just finished up our second year of homeschooling, so we're still pretty new and still learning. Learning the ropes, but aren't we all <laughs> right? It's you're always learning. For me, I made sure to find curriculum that I knew was high school accredited. So you want to make sure that you're picking curriculum that is meant for high school level learning. If not, you don't have to choose a high school level course. You know, if you want to create your own science course on botany or you know, marine biology or or whatever, you know, you're interested in, you can do that, but you do need to keep track of your hours because you want to make sure that you're getting enough credit to count as, um, you know, to count as a full credit for your, your high school. Okay. And that actually is great. So what you were saying earlier to me before we started recording, so that's basically like you set out your whole for your high school plan ahead of time. And you can, so when you start your transcripts, you're not just doing it for that year. You're setting it up for the whole high school plan. Right. So when you're looking at a transcript and you can get most of the homeschool uh, websites that you go to um, have like some kind of transcript preview, like what it should look like, or they even have like free transcripts like that you can use. So you don't have to create your own. So it's fairly easy to find transcript sample and like then a template. Yeah. Yeah. Like a template. Right. Correct. Some people offer them for free. And then of course, some you can pay for, you know, one that's might be give you more help or is a little bit more advanced. And, but yeah, you basically are keeping this one piece of paper. It's all it is. A transcript is basically one piece of paper and it just keeps track of your child's grades, GPA and the classes they've taken basically like their homeschool address. It's kind of like the important things that colleges look for. If your kid decides to go that route and wants to go to college, then they need to have what the school name is, the address, and then all the GPA and courses that they took and things like that. Okay. That's good to know. What now? So that's some pretty good information. So what what is a typical amount of time high school students should be working on school related curriculum or subjects each day? What do you think that would be? Or what does it look like for you and your kids? So it, it's going to be a little different day by day. And, it, and of course, it just depends on your child. But if you get a high school curriculum that is high school level, let's say ninth grade English, right? So, you know, as long as your student finishes that 
course, then it's basically a high school credit. So they could are more quick pace and they finish it sooner than the year or whatever, then they are done. You know, it's like they don't have to do anymore if it's a high school credit. But typically to count as a high school credit, you want to spend about an hour a day on that subject. Oh, that's good to know. So keep that in mind, an hour a day, basically, Basically. on that subject. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's a lot of good information. So that will cover the basics if you're considering getting started for Mm -hmm. high school, right? right? So what are the greatest challenges for homeschooling high school students? What would you say is one of the greatest challenges and what's the greatest reward that you've experienced? some deep questions, Mary. Um, (laughs) Well, you know, I had a minute to sit here and think while we're talking. (laughs) So I think there's lots of challenges, right? First of all, I think keeping high schoolers motivated as they get older, they start thinking about career paths and if they want to go to college or choose to go to like a trade school or go right into the workforce. So I think sometimes keeping them motivated to finish out, you know, their high school career is is good. You know, some kids might be really motivated and, you know, really driven to go to college and want to do those things. And some kids are just like, school's not for me. And I just kind of want to start working and, you know, or learn learn this one trade. And so I think sometimes just keeping kids motivated and happy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's hard sometimes. You think about all the work that needs to be done and trying to keep them wanting to, you know, stay involved and active Mm -hmm. and and happy while they're, you know, going through those high school years. Cause yeah. it can be hard sometimes, you know, that is a hard time. A lot of changes happening. Absolutely. So what, what's some of the greatest rewards you've felt like since you've taken your kids out of the public schools? Well, I think, um, I've seen a lot of growth, which brings a lot of joy to me just because I feel like sometimes when they were, you know, in the public school and now, you know, they really didn't do any high school, public school, we did one week and then I pulled them and it was on a Zoom call. (laughs) It was on Zoom (laughs) meetings. So they really never experienced in person. Right, right. In person, but they did do in person middle school. And yeah, I just feel like sometimes they really didn't get to explore the things they were really interested in or passionate about because it was like, they're always on a time limit, you know, the next class, the bell rings, go to the next class, the bell Mm -hmm. rings, go to the next class. And so yeah, as soon it's, as they just get started into something, then the bell rings, they have to go, yep. you know, to the next class. So, right. And yeah. so, and also just the distractions of, of others, you know, other peers could not let them have that individualized time to be able to really think about, hey, I really would like to learn this, this uh, skill or learn about author or whatever they're interested in, you know, yeah. it, it, being able to see them really develop some things that they're interested in. Yeah, find their passions. Right. And yeah, I love that. And I think that is one thing is that there's so many distractions in a mm-hmm. typical classroom setting, the social drama and mm-hmm. <laughs> the just typical teen, you know, stuff, which isn't necessarily bad, just it can be really distracting. And that's one thing I love about homeschooling is that kids uh, can really you know, dive deep into the, whatever they're passionate about. And, you know, and even if they don't know what they're passionate about, they can, they can take time to take different classes, you know, learn different subjects, dive into whatever it is that is motivating them in that moment and see if it would be something that would, they would become passionate about eventually. Right. Well, and, and develop their talents. You know, my oldest, we kind of stuck to a pretty tight schedule the first year, just because I was like, we need to make sure we're getting all of our credits in. But sure. This last year, um, he was really able to dive into some things he's really interested in with art, different kinds of art, photography, weight training, things that 
woodworking in some ways yeah. he does you know mm-hmm. i know he's done that that's pretty awesome yeah yeah uh, and biking he loves biking so just being able to really think about things that he would be interested in and having the time to explore those things and really develop those you know yeah those skills without and all the extra distractions right. that take you away from really learning more about yourself right right i mean because we're still learning obviously yeah today's an example of us <laughs> learning what not to do <laughs> Yep. (laughs) So, well, this has been really great information. We plan on obviously, you know, having more podcasts and going into more detail about what we've spoken about, but we just wanted to kind of give a bare essentials of Mm -hmm. what you need to know when you're considering homeschooling your high schoolers. So hopefully this has been helpful and hopefully you all are enjoying our podcast. We are, we are definitely having fun making it and right. What was that look for? (laughs) Sometimes I don't know. We sound, we're just like I said, the blind leading the blind. Right. But hopefully, you know, you understand that we are on this journey with you. We are just figuring out as we go and um, hopefully we've inspired you a little bit to help figure out exactly what it is that you should be doing in your life with your children. Yeah. Hope you feel like you can do it because you can. Me and Mary are <laughs> we're, examples. we're trying. Good examples can, right? or bad examples. I don't know, but we are examples. <laughs> I think the the one of the things we want to just get across when we do these podcasts and is to help encourage you to feel like, uh, you know, you don't have to be someone who has homeschooled your kids from the beginning. You can homeschool them at any age and there's resources out there. You can do it, you know, and that's, that's the main key that we want to get across. That's right. You can do it. You can. We're examples of this, (laughs) but we can do it. (laughs) Good or bad. You can do it. So, well, we hope you've enjoyed this podcast. And if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to our podcast. We'd love to have you subscribe and also leave a comment if you, if you'd like, we'd love to hear from you and that's it. We will talk to you again soon. All right. Bye.